0: What
1: you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome to Snap Judgment, the Raw edition. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am going to be going over the events of Raw this week. Uh, WWE Raw was kind of an emotional show, and uh, I'll admit I got a little emotional. We'll get into the reasonings behind that when we get into this. but before we get into the whole show, though, I'd like to remind everyone Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. So go to tatnusco.com, Check out all the other shows on the network. Uh, tell them that we sent you and then head back this way because we'd love to have you back for our AEW review, our NXT review, our Smackdown review, our uh, FBI uh, show, our regular show on Mondays. We got a lot of product. A lot of programs for you to listen to. We'd love for you to come back. And we also would like to remind people of our contest that we're running right now. Um, It's a tweet to win. All you got to do is tweet out a link to this show or any one of our episodes. Use the link hashtag raw and order WBU um, in the tweet. Uh, and you get entered to win not just one but two T-shirts, one of our shirts from our shop, and one of them from the wrestler of your choice from ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, da Fabe actually went and upped it. You can get an additional entry if you tag your favorite wrestler in your tweet. Say, hey, I will buy, I will choose your shirt if I win. So that's two entries per tweet that you can get plus you can tweet as often as you want. So you just keep tweeting. Every episode you listen to, send out a tweet. Takes 30 seconds. Costs you nothing. Gets you uh, entered to win a free t-shirt. Not just one, but two free t-shirts. So, uh, great little option. Um, But yeah, getting to Raw, uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of TMI on uh, the situation just in general and why that uh, Raw was a little bit emotional even for me, a grown ass man. Um, so um, those of you who know me in the real world know that my wife and I uh, have a two-year-old. And But you also probably know that we struggled to have said two. We um, ended up having to go through in vitro fertilization, which is absolutely stupid expensive uh, and not even a guaranteed shot. Like it was 25 grand out of our pocket for a dice roll. So, um, so when, when Ross started off with Becky Lynch coming out, to uh, not only relinquish the Women's Raw WWE Championship um, at, over to Asuka, but announced that it was because she is pregnant and she's going to have to take some time off to have the baby. Um, I'll be the first to admit, I got uh, a little misty-eyed at home because um, of just memories of how hard my wife and I fought to get to that point and ha- and how happy I am for her. She obviously is excited for it. And I'm excited for her as well. Um, so congratulations to to both of you. I know Seth isn't exactly the most popular person in the world, uh, f- based on his tweets online, um, his toe the company line policy just in general, um, and he's just also a heel right now. And and later on in the show, does nasty things to Ray Um, But but I'm I'm extremely happy. For uh, her, for being able to come out and and relinquish this and 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 having that baby coming, um, it's a special time for everyone. I'm I'm excited for her, and you know, hopefully, hopefully everything goes smooth for her. Everything, and we hopefully see her back at some point in the future. Um, uh, also, a side note: I'm recording this a little bit late, partially because of Alamo, and partially because I'm laying. Got bit. Um, but they already on WWE Shop. Uh, they already have a, the mom shirt out and I have to applaud WWE 2 capital on that. Uh, that's actually, so, um, this episode, like I said, starts off with, uh, her coming out and making the announcement of he's pregnant, uh, going to be having that baby. And, uh, and that's, that's super cool. Um, it, it's really kind of a, a neat setup, though, because she comes out carrying the money in the briefcase, and nobody knows why, um, and then, you know, she starts giving this talk, and then Asuka comes out, and it's just irate, because Asuka's the one who won the money. And she's like, no, that's mine. That's mine. And and Becky's like, no, you're right. This is yours. Um, but see, I know you've been busy, uh, since the Money in the Bank, and you haven't had a chance to open this yet. So, um, so why don't we just go ahead and open this for you? You know, I talked to talked to the people before the match, and there was a very special prize. Um, it wasn't just the Money in the Bank contract. And they open up the briefcase, and the title is in there. In there. And Becky gives it to Asuka as Asuka, you've been the one person that I couldn't beat, you know, um, the best wrestler the entire Wimps division, the best wrestler, uh, and you're now the champion. Yes, that's what you actually at money was the champion. Um, and Asuka goes off and, and just celebrates like crazy and then comes back and kind of demands a oh, why, you know, but says, I'm the champ. And then Becky's, Yes, that's right, you, you go on, you be the champ. I'm going to go be a mom. And I may be mistaken here, but I'm 90% certain that Asuka didn't know what Becky was going to say out there in that moment. Like, she she obviously knew she was going to win a title somehow or another, but I don't think she... And so when, when Becky said, I'm going to go be a mom, the look on Asuka's face was pure shock and delight and it was so genuine that if if she did know she deserves an Oscar for acting uh so I'm I'm really impressed with that but it was really kind of cool about my only criticism of it is Oscar's a heel and here she was she started leading a a Becky chant and she hugged Becky and all of this stuff and and you know it was a little bit odd but I'm, I'm giving it a little bit of a pass because, like I said, I really don't think going in is, I think, a prize. Um, moving on from that, uh, you had a no disqualification match, Humberto Carrillo versus Bobby Lashley. I don't exactly know, like, storyline-wise what set this up. It made very little sense other than, hey, here's Bobby Lashley. He beat the tar out of R-Truth and in the bank. Now he's going to beat the tar out of someone. Um, they gave Carrillo a decent amount of offense, but in the end, it was really designed to be a squash match for um Bobby Lashley and and he won with a full Nelson uh which was kind of cool to to see someone actually with that move it's always been kind of considered a kind of a basic move and uh giving him that they're also kind of heavily pushing uh the idea of Bobby Lashley and MVP getting together throughout this show uh they hinted at it at money in the bank um and, uh, so I kind of expect that it's going to end up being MVP, um, which I don't really mind. That's kind of what MVP, uh, good at for here. Um, you know, the, the implication MVP was, yo, know, you've been here for two years or whatever, and... Uh, you're still not even, they're not even putting you in the main title role. You know, come, you need a manager who's going to work it for you. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to be that guy. Um, they went to a commercial break and when they came back from the commercial, uh, they cut to backstage and there was a fight of some sort happening between, uh, Angel Garza and, uh, the rest of the, uh, stable, um, Austin Theory and, Andrade, and it was really hard to tell from the little clip that they showed of what sort of fight was happening backstage, you know what it was really about. But when uh, it came to this, they had a match in the ring: Angel Garza versus Akira Tazawa. Um, Angel Garza gets the win pretty quickly with the wing clipper. Not n- much to the match, but afterwards. Um, Austin Theory comes into the ring and Andrade comes in and there's another argument and Vegas trying to separate them and Drew McIntyre comes out and he Claymore's Austin Theory and Andrade and Garza are laughing and then he Claymore's Garza and then Andrade starts getting serious and he gets all up in Drew McIntyre's face. And, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre's like, why don't we just have a match champion versus champion? And so we go to a commercial break and we come back and it's champion versus champion Andrade versus Drew McIntyre. Um, you know, it's, I get it. They're kind of limited as to what all wrestlers they have at their, uh, so, so I get the idea of, of why, but didn't we just have. Andrade versus Drew McIntyre a few weeks ago. You know, I mean, it's a good match. Andrade is a phenomenal wrestler. Drew McIntyre, I'm not saying it's not going to be a good match. I just would like to see, like, I much rather would see uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, right? Um, And I'm hoping that that's at least what they're building up to. But right now, seeing Andrade again versus... It ended up being a good match. It featured a lot of attempts and reversals and, and sliding out of things, you know. So, um... So all in all, pretty good there. Of course, ended with uh, Andrade uh, pulling out, uh, not Andrade, uh, with McIntyre pulling out the Claymore kind of out of nowhere uh, and and getting the victory. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's what it is there. So it was fun. It was a good match. All in all, like I say, I just feel like we've already recently be nice to have a little bit of break and have some fresh go to commercial break. We come back. And it's a very special episode of A Moment of Bliss. Um, the tag champion, Soki Cross, of course, can be on any of the shows. They can defend the tag belts. But earlier in the night, they also mentioned um, that, uh, in fact, actually, it was just at the last one. McIntyre uh, picked up the mic after the last uh, match and mentioned that there's a new interbrand challenge, something so next week Baron Corbin's facing Drew McIntyre. I think so. I guess I kind of get my wish there. The Fresh Blue reports have it that uh, kind of at the insistence of networks hoping to um, some boost in the ratings by having across brands. I don't know if it's gonna work or not, but here's hoping, whatever. So, anyways, a uh, moment of bliss, which if you listen to the show, you know. I hate the talk show They're so boring They make no sense Like you would never see Floyd Mayweather say Before we get to the main event of this We're going to have a A a chat with Floyd I'm going to sit out here And I'm going to talk to one of the other boxers It's it's not going to happen It's If We want this to have a real sport feel, then this is something that's got to go. But they did announce that they had a very special guest, that they'd been gone for a while, and they're returning. It's the Iconics. I had to just do that. Um, And so uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay come out, uh, all recovered from their injuries. I believe it was Billy Kay. Um, It's always one of those shames when you're seen as so much as a tag team that one of you gets injured and both of you disappear. um, But anyway, uh, the Iconics return and they talk a little bit of smack to uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and challenge them for the tag belt. And uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross say no. They say you have just came back. You don't deserve a title match, but we'll gladly fight you non-title. And the Iconics are like, OK, cool, we'll do that. So we get a non-title match, Iconics versus Bliss and Cross. Um, nice to see a women's tag match on one of the shows because, I mean, these belts were created a year ago and uh, often seem like they get about them. So um, they gave the Iconics a victory in a heel move um so you know it it wasn't a a a great match by any means but having the heel finish to it helped set up uh the iconic seeing that conniving and gets them back to try to win the belts back that you know they held for so long uh they have good charisma they've got good chemistry they're fun to watch this wasn't their best work uh, and, and no one's really at fault. I mean, Alexa and Nikki are both phenomenal. Um, Alexa, I've said before is probably one of the most improved women's wrestlers in WWE over the last five years. I mean, she was still pretty green when they called her up and, and she definitely, um, I'm not saying she's Charlotte Flair level. Um, but she definitely worthy of being a tag chain. Anyways, moving on, we then get a little backstage vignette. With R-Truth talking about how how he's going to start searching for the uh, 24-7 title again. Um, but he's going to bring help from Pretty Ricky, which if you follow him on Twitter, Pretty Ricky's his comedy bit that he does on Twitter where he puts the uh, fake hillbilly teeth in his mouth. And and crosses his eyes and talks to you. And we go to a match with R-Truth, Ricochet, and Cedric Alexander versus MVP and his new boys, Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne. And throughout the course of the match, R-Truth turns into Pretty Ricky and then turns back into R-Truth. It's dumb, is what it is. And... I love R-Truth. I think most of the stuff, he is gold, but then, and maybe I'm in the minority. Maybe everyone else out there loved it, but I didn't. And I think Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, and even Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink deserve better than that. I mean, if you're bringing up Vink and Thorne, pairing them with MVP to try to make a legitimate tag team, what was, what was the point of adding R-Truth pretty Rick? Um, in the end, though, truth, Alexander and Ricochet got the win, which also bugs me because, you know, we're trying to set up Vink, Thorn and, and MVD as this kind of winner circle. Um, but uh, in the end, Bobby Lashley came to the ring and speared the crap out of uh, Archer and said, uh, we need to go talk to MVP and that. so obviously that's building uh, Bobby Lashley I still don't understand why you would bury Shane Thorpe so quick after just last week Ricochet and Alexander lost so I mean is this just 50-50 booking is that real what it is and if so it's dumb and you feel bad um going on we have Aleister Black uh and Rey Mysterio Versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. And I'm still going to call him Buddy Murphy because just calling him Murphy is a dumb name. It just doesn't roll off. the And I get it. He's supposed to be a heel and calling a heel Buddy Murphy sounds weird, but it's ironic. Buddy, it's like a little John when he's actually quite large. Um. Anyways, uh, Seth Rollins comes out. He's looking disheveled. Um, you know, almost like he still hasn't um, recovered from the in the bank loss. Uh, throughout most of the match, he just kind of stands there, uh, watching and Buddy Murphy get beat up for um, it's like he's catatonic and a sense. Um, but then in the end, Mysterio uh, hit Seth Rollins, snapped him out of it. Uh, Seth Rollins caught him uh slammed him into the barricade um, and then drove his eye into Steel ring steps and he was screaming like it's not your fault and they did a, they, a blood job on it take the trainer and put towel over his face eating so they made a big deal about this as setting up um Seth Rollins at legitimately injuring Rey, not not in the ring, but in a heartless attack. So it's trying to turn Seth Rollins more heartless. I don't really have a problem with that part. Um, if Seth Rollins is going to be a heel to act like, uh, I I don't know if I like the going after the eye part, but who knows? Once again, you know, I mean, this is 24 hours after uh, Rey Mysterio died going off the... They did explain that they landed on the roof of a near uh, building six feet down, so they didn't actually fall to their death. It's a drop-off. Uh, but by the time they recovered from that, it was too late to help them a the match, and that's why they survived. But that's then also why they were teased together for this, I guess. Um, it was a good good match. Um, a little clunky with the ending, and I think they've kind of come out afterwards that um, it wasn't supposed to end exactly like that, but because of the way Seth Rollins attacked Rey Mysterio when he wasn't the man, the ref had to call the match early, um, but then they just kind of hurried up to uh, I eye-poke spot. It really wasn't pleasant to watch, uh, to be perfectly honest. I don't know. Um, but I didn't hate it. I mean, you're making Seth Rollins into a bad guy. No. Um, moving on, we have Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. Um, Baszler comes out, talks smack about Becky's pregnancy, announced Natalia wants respect. I guess can Natalia compass? I guess. Um, Baszler did what she does, dominate. It was kind of neat to see. At one point, she did did the whole like try to trap Natalia's arm so she do the stomp on her elbow and and break her arm move. And Natalia just moved her arm. And so, I mean, at least there's one veteran who, like, wait, I don't have to just hold my arm in this position to stomp on it. That's great. But um, Natalia tried to go to, uh, I wanted to go, I want to say she tried to put the sharpshooter on. And Baszler rolled through it and hit her with a knee to the face. Um, and then afterwards, Natalia f- was frustrated in the ring and kicked the ropes and kind of, um, it was a very short match. There was not much, t- um, but it's kind of what Shane, Shayna, they need to reestablish cold hearted snake in the grass that just comes out and destroys people. And, you know, really as happy as I am for Asuka getting the ship and she does deserve it. Uh, they should have just put it on Shayna. They really should have pulled the trigger on Shayna at that point and let her. And I get it. They feel like she hasn't worked her way up to a roster, but she's done. She she should be the now. And then the final segment of the night, they'd been pitching it all night. Uh, Edge comes out to deliver a little bit of a speech. And then Randy Orton comes out, and they talk back and forth a bit. And Orton claimed that uh, while the better man won at WrestleMania and walked off, um but not the better wrestler and uh i still don't think you've got it in you anymore and so now at backlash it's going to be edge versus orton in a straight up wrestling um so it it was a good segment all in all it was weird for the show to end not on the wrestling match or even a brawl, but just on two people standing and kind of—I t- guess three people—because you'd have Carly. Um, but that's kind of how how that went off the air. All in all, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Um, emotional. There were a lot of scenes in the back. Oh, I forgot to talk about the thing that bugged me. I almost forgot about it. I've tried to block it out. Um, there were a lot of good things that happened in the show. A lot of the stuff in the back with, uh, Becky confronted by different people and congratulated, um, everyone congratulated, even show Uh, Triple H uh, I don't know if they showed that or if that was after But a lot of people congratulate her And that's great The one thing that's just absolutely Mind-bogglingly bad about this Just mind-bogglingly bad Was they kept going to The concept of it throughout That because the Viking Raiders The war Viking Raider experience uh, Had said to The Street Profits that anything you can do do better. That the street prophet challenged them to a game of 2-2 two, two basketball. And the war Viking experience uh accepted and didn't know anything about basketball. And it was a, ha ha ha. Look, these guys they're they're Vikings, they're wearing Viking stuff and they don't know about basketball. And and they are trying to turn them into a comedy act. And I don't like it. I just don't dumb, it doesn't come off as clever Um, at first it came off mildly racist because look the black guys are good at wrestling the white guys aren't, Um, but then it went the other way when at the end after getting their tails whipped four quarters of basketball there's minutes left on the clock and the street profits basically say we got this in the bag all of a sudden the war machine viking raiders know what they're doing and they just start sinking threes and and dunking the ball and all of this stuff and i don't even know if they showed a final score in the end because i didn't care this was so bad i hated it and so because of that this show i gotta be honest it was on routes for a nine out of ten um but in my mind war machine viking raider whatever you want to call them uh comedy bit with them they were even wearing their viking face things and stuff while playing basketball dumb um that, uh, that's a two point deduction. There's seven citations out of 10 for this episode. Uh, because of that, you take that out of this, it's nine site good episode. Uh, so I highly recommend it, but, but that puts it down to seven. So, ah, I'm, I almost forgot about it. And I felt so good about this episode. And then I remembered that and I felt bad. I hate that um so they they took what was going to be a darn near perfect episode and and they peed down their leg deciding the viking raiders a comedy group and it was bad so seven out of ten citations for that um don't forget to enter the contest tweet to win out a link to this episode hashtag raw and order wbu tag your famous if you're famous your favorite wrestler from pro wrestling tees on there i don't care if it's drake maverick Rockstar spud now i don't care if it's machine gun carl anderson i don't care if it's any of the aew wrestlers it's cabana um rj city uh the guy who won the shirts before chose rj city um, You can do whoever you want. Uh, most of Impact Wrestling is on there as well. So you've got a, a whole lot of choices. We'd love for you to choose a wrestler that's currently not wrestling either because they're an independent wrestler and all are closed or they're one of the wrestlers that WWE fired. That's- but it's up to you. You can choose whoever you want. Um, so get to win, uh, that all you got to do, once again, tweet out a link to this episode or any of our episodes, hashtag raw and order WBU tag, your favorite wrestler and your entered to win twice. And you can enter as many times as you want. We've got over 90 episodes of this. So go back into the archives and listen to anyone that you haven't listened to and tweet that one out and hashtag raw and order WBU and tag another wrestler in there. And do it again and again. And get as many entries as you want. And win those t-shirts, baby! But that will bring it to the end of the Snap Judgments for WWE Monday Night Raw. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon with a visit from the FBI and then the AEW and NXT reviews. Thanks for listening.